Hi, and welcome to episode 29. We're going to be talking about bright and shiny things that we all get attracted to. We buy those little things at the end of the supermarket, don't we? Gum and such. So we're going to talk about how to use our intuition before we buy, before we take on more commitments than we're ready to take on. So let's get into it. Hi, my name is Catherine Mahoney, and I'm passionate about intuition, business, and living your best life, and helping you navigate the ups and downs of the wild ride we call life. I'm an entrepreneur, intuitive advisor dedicated to guiding others to success, winning national awards in business and leadership, and featured in MSNBC, USA Today, and the Business Journal, just to name a few, speaking to audiences just like yourself. I teach successful business leaders in honing their intuition, creating certainty, and taking aligned action. I'll give you a straight talk with humor. Business, intuition, and mindset are just a few of the topics we discuss discuss here. Be ready for fun, insightful journey with me. Reveal hidden secrets, be challenged and inspired. This is the Clearly Catherine podcast. What if I told you that creating email newsletters could be as easy as posting to social media? That's right. Flowdesk offers an all-in-one email marketing system. It's the easiest way to get started in building your email list today. Go to flowdesk.com. That's F-L-O-D-E-S-K.com slash C slash Clearly Catherine for your 30 days free and 50% off your subscription. You can also find the link in the show notes. Like you, I've been attracted by the newest, hottest, shiniest thing out there. We've all done it. And we've all bought it, or we've all got involved, or we've all said yes to that shiny new thing. And then got a little overwhelmed or never completed it, or couldn't figure out how it really fit in our lives, or realized it was something we really didn't need, we got talked into it, or it seemed like the hottest thing, but it wasn't quite up your niche, it wasn't your path. Oh, we've all done it. You know you have. (laughs) So how do you stop yourself from jumping on the newest, shiniest train? And how do you determine if the newest, shiniest train is your train. It's going on your journey. It's part of your path. You know, we don't always think about that. We don't always think about it all the way through. It's like being at the checkout counter. They purposely put those impulse buys right at the counter where you're waiting in line. And so you see the gum or the candy bar or the trashy magazine or the new specialty water, whatever it is. That's where they make a lot of their money is through that impulse buy. It's same like that back of the room sales when you go to a conference and then they say, buy my book or this one-time deal only. It's an impulse buy or is it? How well thought through is it? How much do you buy on pressure or impulse? Then thinking it through. And which of those decisions are actually led by your intuition rather than your emotions? Because these are all pulled off by your emotions, aren't they? None of us want to admit that, though, that our emotions are making these decisions. Sometimes we think we've convinced ourselves, and it's a very logical decision. Oh, I need to learn this. This is the path I need to be on. 
I have to have this. This will change my life in so many ways. We've all done it. You know you have. But have you thought about the difference between feeling, logically convincing yourself or thinking, and an intuitive decision? Well, often I can openly admit to myself, and I know I've worked with many, many thousands of people that they convince themselves it's a logical decision. I've thought it through. I can see this is helpful. And don't realize that it's actually emotion that's driving the logical. And the logical and the emotion mixed together in a high-pressured, shiny, new, instantaneous moment are not generally our best decisions. When we hear all those perfectly worded things, I must have that. Are we really listening to the guidance within ourselves, our intuition, our signposts on the pathway, our internal GPS? Can you say for sure you are? I'll bet most of you are not. And I bet most of you don't really realize how much of those decisions are based on fear of missing out on something. And are you really missing out? And this is an important question to ask ourselves. Because when we are truly in flow, when we are truly on our path, We're connected deeper into our intuition, and this is where synchronicity comes into play. I'll give you an interesting example, actually, I just had today for myself. So I was getting ready to work on something, and a message popped up in my email for a live quick webinar on something I actually was working on, so it would have been valuable to me to attend. It it wasn't a shiny new product sale. It was something I already had, so it was worth me checking out. It was a great webinar. It was amazing. And then I realized at the very end, when I looked at the sales pitch and everything, I thought, that's kind of weird. And so then I looked a little closer, and I realized the webinar I had watched, which I'm not kidding, gave me specifically the exact information I needed for the project I was working on today. Step by step, all the questions I didn't know I had. And this part, this webinar was created two years ago. That's right. I thought I was watching the live one. And I ended up watching one from two years ago. When I talk about synchronicity, this is what I mean. That is the exact webinar I needed to watch in that exact moment. And somehow I ended up watching that, not the live one that was happening that probably didn't answer the question that I didn't know I had. This is that synchronicity moment. And intuitively, 
I just kind of followed it. I Did I really have the time to watch it? No, not really. But was it worth me watching? Yes, 100%. The time it saved me is immeasurable. Following your intuition and recognizing synchronicity is so important for staying on our path, staying focused, and where we need to go. I'd like to imagine that there was some little lovely elf or something that would jump on and go, no, you don't need that. Or, yes, yes, this is cool. Or, the next thing's going to come. Don't worry, just hold off for a moment. I wish signs were that clear. But they're not. Let's just be real about it. They're not. But your intuition can be nearly that clear. By honing in, really listening, and creating a process and a system that will allow you to quickly measure the decision you're making. Checking what your emotions are, your logic, and your gut feeling, your instinct, your intuition, melding them together and coming to a good conclusion that you can show for yourself how you feel laid out logically and have your intuition go, it's not a great idea. Yes, that is priceless. Absolutely priceless. So let's first start off checking out where we are. How full is your freeway? How many cars do you have on it? What I mean is, if you haven't listened to previous episodes where I explain what this process is, we'll touch base on it a little bit here. Think of a freeway. It's a six-lane freeway. Each car is a commitment you made, either to someone else or yourself or your business, but it's another commitment. So you promise to take this class, you promise this something to a client, you've decided you're going to start a new website, you promise this to someone else. How many cars can get on the freeway before it's too full and it starts to slow down? Okay, so now what you want to do is start understanding what is the most important car? Who's your lead car? Your pace car, if you're into racing. The pace car being the front one that sets the pace for all the other cars on the track, on the road. What is that? That is your desired outcome for everything you do. Your personal mission statement, your wish and dream for your life goals. It's the biggest one of them all. Now, all the other cars need to be driving in pace with that, in the same direction, at the same speed, all together. Now, if you have, let's imagine the circular racing track, for example, if you have hundreds of cars on the racing track, all of a sudden we can't see the pace car anymore. 
all of a sudden, there's no room to step on the gas and go as fast as you can because you can't. There's a car to car to car to car. They're all bumpers, touching bumpers all the way around. There's literally nowhere to go and you're at a dead stop. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. So when we go back to the freeway, we need to think about the freeway is this track in the sense when you get it full. When you get into heavy traffic on the freeway, there's just too many cars. See, too many cars coming on and off at the same time, too many probably coming on, you're stuck. This is all your commitments that you're making. All these commitments, the more commitments you have, the more cars you have on the road, the slower you go, the more likely you are to stand still. Now, when we're in this traffic, it's not exactly as though, all right, I'm sitting in traffic. If I was able to leap into 10 cars ahead, be that much farther ahead, eh, still sitting in traffic, still surrounded by all the cars. Hasn't really changed anything. Now, if you see it opening up and you're like, if I could have a car that flew, just fly over the traffic and be on my own, speed up, that would be great. Great. If you did that, what happens? You're leaving all the other cars behind. You can't do that unless you let go of those commitments. You're leaving all those commitments behind if you have a flying car and do that. You're starting to picture this in your mind, what this looks like, These all these commitments they stay with you. You can't fly off without them unless you let go of them. You have to let go of them. You have to leave them behind, right? I mean, the flying car, flying heads, no good if they all get up and fly with you and land with you and you're like, oh, great, now I'm still in traffic. Thank you. How wonderful is this? That's not what you want. And that's what happens when we say, oh, that's shiny, I need that. Oh, that's shiny, I need that. Oh my God, that's new, I have to have that. Oh, I have to learn that. Oh, I'm obviously not doing well. This person was spoke so well, I have to follow this. No, I'm gonna say no to this. You cannot do this anymore. We have all done it. You have to think about how much can you handle? Where is your focus? Can you keep up with the pace car? Is it setting a standard? Is it sitting still? Is it moving at centimeter pace? That's not what pace cars are for. On the freeway, we get to drive 65, 75, 85, or more miles an hour if we're on the Autobahn. We can't do that. If it's full of cars, in fact, recently I heard from my friends that the Autobahn's not that fun anymore because there's too many cars on it. What does that mean? Too many cars, you can't drive as fast. There's no space between the cars to let loose and test out going 200 miles an hour. Why? There's too many cars. There's too many commitments. In this conversation, our cars are commitments. You've made way too many commitments. You have to stop and think and look. Now, if you're good at keeping the cars off the freeway, I'll bet you struggled a little bit more just recently because the world is changing in the coolest ways. 
There's so many new exciting things to investigate and try and expand yourself that everything looks amazing and and you see this whole new amazing future for yourself. And so you're like, oh, I'm going to need that. I'm going to need that. But you can't grow if you've piled all this stuff on you. You can't grow and absorb it all. It's like planting a beautiful seed and then going, oh my gosh, it says I need this and it says I need fertilizer and it says it should be in a plant. It says it needs this and it needs that. And all of a sudden you smothered this poor thing to death. You can't do that. Like the car, like the seed, the more you take on, the more you take to grow, the more you take to speed up, the slower you go, the more stunted your growth is. Yes, learning and new things is amazing. Experimenting with new stuff is amazing. Meeting new people, it's great. It's the best thing you can do for yourself. It's also the worst thing you can do for yourself if you just keep saying, yes, 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 yes. You don't want to do that because you cannot do it all. And you can't do it all at once, that's for sure. You just can't. You can't absorb and learn all these things all at once. Pick a theme, pick a direction, pick a specific project you want to do, and then figure out what matches and supports that. If you want to take on more than one thing, great. But if you want to start, for example, you want to build a new website, great. Start When you learn to do a website, you're going to start learning all these things to go with it, but focus on the parts of the website. You're still going to have to learn how to do the CRM. You're going to have to learn how to work with photos and images. You're going to have to learn how to create the courses in it, like all these different things. Break it out piece by piece and do that. But don't focus on building a brand new website or a brand new podcast or a brand new video channel and then say you're going to build six other totally unrelated things that maybe are all related to your business, but they're all slightly different enough that it takes away from what you're doing. You need to be able to think about, okay, how does this help me? What does this do? How do I feel about it? And then sit for a minute and say to yourself, okay, intuitively, is this the thing I need to take on now? And you will get an answer. The answer will come from practice, though. You do have to practice listening to your intuition. You have to practice connecting to your intuition. You have to practice trusting your intuition, your gut. And the more you do, the quicker and louder you will get a yes or No, do not go that way. And then don't layer it with the reasons why. Because pretty much like any statistical logical thing, you can convince yourself of why for all the wrong reasons, but make them sound good. Don't do that. Your emotions, don't let someone else use your emotions against you. 
Now, whatever it is that they're selling you might be amazing and perfect for you. But if you know you've already committed to too many things, or you know that there's something else you really need to focus on, don't layer it on. If it's something you can have in the background or go back to, great. But be very careful. You don't just keep jumping five minutes to five minutes to five minutes to something new. We've all been doing that lately, and I've been seeing this in my clients because it's so easy to get excited about new things that are happening and expanding our awareness and expanding our business to new directions that we can be like winning that, you know, you're the thousands customer. You've won a 10 minute shopping spree. Put as much as you possibly can in the cart as you run around the grocery store. And so you run around and you grab absolutely everything. You're like, oh, I'm going to need Oreo cookies. I'm going to need oranges. I'm going to need fresh steak. I'm going to need turkey. I'm going to need all the ice cream in the whole store. And you run around. That's what I've been seeing my clients doing lately. It's like they go to every, oh, it was only a dollar. It was only $47. It was only $150. And they're running around, running around. So then, you know, they're like, oh, it's not this. And they don't pay attention. They're not, you know, looking at everything. They're not learning everything. They spend a five minutes here and five minutes there. And this is so exciting. And then they're like, I have no idea. And the ice cream's all melted and the meat's gone bad because they forgot it was on the bottom. And do you see what I'm saying? You take on too much. So stop. Think. Feel. Check in. Stop. Think about it for a minute. Is this a feeling reaction? Am I feeling like I'm missing out? Am I feel like I'm afraid because I'm behind everybody else? Am I so stuck I feel like this is my quick fix solution? Can you answer yes to any of that? Maybe you answered no. You're like, no, this, I feel really excited about this. I feel like really this is a good thing for me. Okay, why? I'm gonna step into logic now. Why am I feeling like this is the right thing for me? Because this is the area I'm never getting beyond. This is the area I'm really struggling with. This is the area I feel like I keep hitting barriers. This is the area I feel like I don't have enough knowledge in. Great, okay, yes, I'm excited. I recognize a gap. Great. Sit for a minute, be quiet. And then ask the question, is this the right program for me? Is this the right course for me? Is this the right step for me in this path? Now sit. Take a breath. And be quiet for a moment. Is this the right step for me along my path? Does this keep me in flow? Is this where I need to be? And wait. And just be quiet. Just be clear. Just be quiet. And see what comes up. Do you get this feeling of, yes, this This feels good. I feel strong. I feel good. I feel clear. I just feel grounded in this decision. Or do you get this, 
I don't know. And then emotions come in, or are you starting to make a list in your head of why you should be doing it? Then I'm going to say that's a no. Now, when you get more practiced, you will start to get a no or no way. Some people can do this immediately. Some people are designed, and hopefully you know this. If not, we'll probably dive deeper in more episodes in this. Some people need a good 24 hours. And if that's you, then make that request. If you're talking to someone and they're pressuring you to make the decision right there, and you're a 24-hour person, then say, listen, I need to step back for a moment before I make a commitment like this so that I can make sure I'm making the best commitment to myself and to you. Thanks to Flowdesk, I can create great looking emails that don't require a lot of setup. Seriously, as easy as a social media post. After using many of the top competitors, Flowdesk has become my all-time favorite email marketing platform. Flowdesk does all the tagging for me. With Flowdesk, I can see which of my subscribers are most engaged, what they're most interested in reading, and what they've clicked on, plus tons more data. So if you're sick of messing around with all the email marketing setup and tired of paying high prices that just go up as you grow, then give Flowdesk a try. One monthly price for unlimited subscribers. That's right, unlimited subscribers. That's one price, no hidden fees. Are you ready to take your business to the next level with email marketing? Go to flowdesk.com, that's F-L-O-D-E-S-K dot com slash C slash Clearly Catherine for your 30 days free and 50% off your subscription. Or you can click on the link below in the show notes. Now let's get back to the show. Stop taking on too much. It doesn't help you. It just makes you feel worse about yourself. It just makes you feel weighed down by too many things. That's not valuable. That's not growing. That's not serving anyone, especially not you. So stop. Look, why am I stuck on this freeway and the cars aren't even moving? I could walk faster. Why do you have so many cars on the road? Who's in them? What commitments have you made? Can you put some of the commitments on the back burner? Can they go into a rest stop for a while, pick them up later? Can Do you need to take them completely off the freeway? You need to exit, buddy. It's lunchtime. Do you need to just get rid of some of them? Cancel whatever it is you have. Can you do that? And free it up and analyze Do these cars on the freeway, are the commitments that I can handle staying at the speed limit 65 miles an hour? Can I keep everybody going? Can I manage it all? Are we all going in the same direction? I've seen people that have put cars on both sides of the freeway. I'm like, dude, how how are you doing this? You've got people, you've got, we're at a crossroads here. You got people going east, west, north, south, somewhere on the, the roundabout loop. Some are on the city loop. All these commitments, none of them are going the same way. What are you doing? They all, we all need to be going the same way. So are we all going north? Are all the cars going north? Are they all on the same freeway? 
Are they all kind of close together, but all going 65 miles an hour? So you have some breathing room. If you want to speed up a little bit, you may, maybe you're really rocketing through something. You can rocket right through, exit it, jump into a different car. Now you got less cars on the road. Can you do that? Can you look at each and everything? Think of them as cars. Is this car matching up with my pace car? My pace car is I want to launch this new website for this business, this project I'm doing. Is this supporting it? Yes, it teaches me or it creates CRM. Is this helpful to me? Yes, this is helping me create this. Is this helpful for me? Yes, it helps me keep up my social media as I build this. Are they all supportive? Well, let's look at this car. Is teaching me how to paint backwards. Hmm, not helpful. That doesn't help me do anything I want to do. In fact, I don't even know that's a useful skill. Then maybe we need to sell that car. Return that car. Drive it off into the country and let it just rest. Are there cars on there? You're like, "Mm, can you put the cars in a category? Maybe you can get a van. Take all the passengers out of the car and create a van. That one van is for a new video show. Maybe you don't, you're not ready to do everything in that van yet, but you can take them out one at a time. But the idea of the van, everything in that van for that video show is there. And you're maybe learning little things about it here and there that are aligned with everything else. And then as you do that, you take each little passenger out and put them in a car as separate things as you move forward. You gotta really think about it. You gotta clear the road. How can you clear this road? How can you clear your thoughts up? How can you clear your direction? How can you keep up your pace? How can you stay in flow? How you can keep moving forward and follow that pace car? Because it's all about following your intuition. Is this the right thing for me? Does this help me stay in flow? Is this keeping me on track? Is this what I need right now? Is this supporting me on my path? Emotionally check in. Is this fear? Is this panic? Do I feel like I'm missing out? Or do I feel grounded? Do I feel strong in this decision? Do I feel clear that this is the right thing to do? Am I creating excuses, logically talking myself into this? Well, you know, I really like this person. I really thought I always wanted to learn this. I'm, you know, I'm not doing very well. I, I could do so much better. Are these talking yourself in? Or are they like, you know what? This helps me get over a gap. This takes me to the next level. Do you feel strong? Do you feel confident? Are you convincing yourself and others? These are questions you need to stop and ask yourself before you start saying yes to everything. Make sure your first answer is, I need to think about it. Then in your mind, say no. See what happens. See what happens if you say no. See how you feel when you say no. Stop for a minute. I need to think about this for a minute. Take a breath. If I say no, this probably isn't something I need. See what happens. Do you get this emotional thing of like, yeah, I probably can wait. And logical going, you pretty much have other things that cover this. 
And you can say, I have this that covers it, this, this, this. Nah, I think we're good. And your intuition's like, booyah, you got that one right. But if your no is like, mm, no, probably still need this though. Then try it. Okay, yes. What does yes look like? Then play around with what yes looks like. But follow your intuition. Stop buying every shiny thing. Because you have everything you need within you. And in everything you need within you, you are deeply connected to all things in the universe. All knowledge, all conscious knowledge, everything that's ever known is available to you. And your intuition will tell you, will guide you, will be your GPS. Especially with these crazy shiny things that we are being overwhelmed with, with all the time we're spending online. It's like ads and opportunities jump at us constantly. All these free challenges and these free opportunities and this and that. Still, even with those that don't cost you anything, only jump on to the ones that feel right. Because they're all going to give you so much information and you take in too much, it's going to get garbled around and spin you in circles. And you only need to be driving in one way with what you need in flow. So listen, check in with your intuition. Until next time, when we talk more about intuition, business, and your life. Thanks again for listening. I look forward to our next conversation. Thanks for listening to the Clearly Catherine podcast. If you love the show, share it with a friend. The more the merrier. And we'll see you next time.